Hey, 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 friends. Oh, so excited to be here today. This is really just so much fun. And I'm always amazed by just the presence of God. And I usually, I always start um, recording these by just spending time with Him and just praying for you and praying that His Spirit would just be tangible to you, would be present, that you would taste His goodness in these times together, and that you would just know how loved you are. And so it makes me excited, and I just am so thankful for this opportunity to do this and have so much fun with you guys. So one of the things that working on for the summer is collecting stories that are just all things fun. So, I mean, they can be they can be fun, they can be sad, they can be silly, they can be scary, they can be dramatic or just like a one-liner. It doesn't matter. Just quick things that um, just a collection of all the things. And so it can be, I don't know, I was thinking about maybe doing a, a week of drive-in theater stories, camp stories, vacation stories, summer love stories, um, but just whatever it is. And so I don't think I can change your voice, but I can make it anonymous. <laughs> um, it'd be cool if I could change your voice, but I don't think I can. But I mean, honestly, the juicier, the better. So let's let's make that great and just be so much fun. I can just picture us like laying on the beach and, and laughing our heads off listening to each other's Uh, I don't know, summer tampon stories or whatever. Share all you got, okay? So, you know, Ash and Ivy is a community for bringing unity and encouragement and support to one another. I'm so thankful and in awe of the way you guys love each other in the community, in the group on Facebook. If you're not in that, hop on in because it's the best. Um, But I definitely want to be highlighting your business, your side hustle, your dream. I want us to be supporting one another. And so if you want to be featured for your uh, hustle, then let me know and we can we can definitely highlight that. So I am still offering a couple one on one coaching spots. If you're interested, we will just be hunting for the beauty in your life, learning to renew your mind and setting a vision for yourself. And so that could be really fun. Let me know if you want to do that. Listen, lastly, the best way for you to show your support is by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. It is literally such a generous thank you. And it just helps the show grow. It means so much to me. And it's the number one way you can help. So if you're listening and haven't left a review, hop on over there and do that, please. All righty, let's go. Hey, 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 you made it to the Ash and Ivy show where we get to be friends. My name is Riley This is just all about creating space to talk about what's going on in life. All the things. The ash, the ivy, it all belongs and we're ready for it. I believe God shows up in every single one of our lives in unique ways. It's so beautiful. It's so fun to experience. Listen, we can create lives that light us up and we can do it together. Let's go. So I generally get most of my inspiration, you know, in the middle of the night when I'm supposed to be getting rest and uh, I just lay there (laughs) and I think it's just because it's dark, it's quiet 
and I can kind of relax my mind. I don't feel responsible for doing other things. And so it's so much fun. But what happens is I end up getting up and writing and, and that's okay. I love it. And I was telling someone the other day that what happens in my mind in that space, that's kind of a sacred space for me. And what becomes clear in my mind in that space is what I can trust. What I think or what I feel during the day is not quite as trustworthy. It's chaotic. It's influenced by lots of things. And I, if, I, if I base my decisions and my thinking on what I feel in that sacred space, in that safe place, in that quiet place, it's the presence of God. And what if I base all of my action on that, then I am good to go. I'm secure and I'm confident. Um, because when we move and take action out of how we feel when we're whole and, and present with the Lord, we can't go wrong. And so this is one of those things that I got up in the middle of the night to write. And we're talking today about identity. Identity. Identity is simply based on what we know. And we can't really think more than what we know. We can't be more than what we know. And well, that's not true. We can be more than what we know because God determines who we are, but we can't think of ourselves and we can't take action out of more than what we know. And so today I'm going to just throw out a what if, okay? I'm not accusing, I'm not assuming anything about your mind, just posing a what if. Like, what if what we know or what we think we know is wrong? What if our thinking is trapping us or limiting us? Would you want to know? Oh, I just thought about this. My friend yesterday, we were working and she said, y'all tell me if I am doing this wrong. Like, don't, don't just talk about me behind my back. And what she meant was she's afraid, she's afraid of getting old and senile and losing her skill without realizing it. You know, like it's a fair enough worry, but we can, we cannot know what we don't know, basically, as logical as that is. And I, I'm genuinely not here to fill in the blanks for you. I do not know the answers, but I do want to ask you, like, where is your curiosity? What calls to you? What do you push to the side in order to just get through your day and survive? Because we base our decisions and take our actions based on what we know. And what I'm learning is that as I expand what I know and I surround myself with life-giving things, my mind is open to so much more. The way I think and perceive changes. What I want for myself is shifting and how I spend my day is different. Like that, those big differences are in my mind. And it's because the tents have expanded, right? I told you a couple of weeks ago that God said, it's time to expand your tents. That was the confirmation I needed to step out. And it all starts in your mind. Before it can be seen on the outside, before it can be made visible, it changes in what you think. And we can only change those things when we lose what isn't serving us and replace those things with new life. All of this is based on our identity in God. It's all based on resting in God's gracious gift to unite us with Him 
and embrace us with his love and put his love within us. It's so beautiful. It's that's the greatest gift and that's the life that we have. I mean, I read this morning uh Ephesians that the secret, he says, This is the secret. I've been dying to tell you this is the secret that God has united us to his love and we are he is within. And so we know the secret and we can walk in that, but we only do what we know how to do, and we only think what we know how to think. Until we learn something different, we're going to keep doing it that way. And I just want to ask you if you'd be willing to expand your tent and your thinking. Like, oh my gosh, y'all. So I don't know if you buy, like, um, I'm so distracted because my husband is weed-eating under the window where I'm sitting, which is so great and nice, of course, He started that as soon as I sat down to do this, and I hope you can't hear him, but I'm sorry if you can. Um, You can picture the roses and the flowers and the bees and the hummingbird that's shown up. So anyway, it's beautiful. So I buy organic grass-fed beef, and it comes in this little uh, square block wrapped in plastic. I don't know if you buy that or if you've seen it, but... Listen, I stab that thing like a warrior, like with a knife. I rip into it with this knife. And I mean, it's grotesque and so manly. And then the other day I was at my friend's house and she just so gently and sweet. Oh, that's so funny. I just used the word gentle. You'll know why in a minute. Okay, that wasn't planned. Um, But she just literally so beautifully gets her scissors and cuts around the edges and it opens, just falls apart. I'm like... What in the world? How did I not know that was a thing? How did I not know? So ever since then, I get my little scissors out and just cut, and I feel so grown up, and I feel so intentional and pretty, and like, oh, I have arrived. I know how to open the beef. Okay, and then the other day I read, okay, so my I just met a new friend, Robin. Hey, Robin, I know you're listening. Um, and she has, y'all, she has a farm in Texas that she literally dreamed up and God gave her this house and it's amazing. And I'm begging her to come on the show. I hope she'll say yes. Um, she posted the other day about how she used to be her word, not mine, militant about making sure everyone did gardening with gloves and boots or shoes or whatever, but that she learned something new about, I think she called it earthing. And so now they garden barefoot and with no gloves and they get dirty and they enjoy it. And I'm sure it has lots of perks, but it was beautiful in the pictures and it just opened my mind to see her do that. And it opened a piece of my heart and made me curious and it made me feel like connected to the earth, just looking at her pictures. And that's what I mean. Like, we can learn new ways. We can learn new ways. And we have to recognize that some of our identity and some of the ways we're treating ourselves are probably not the best, okay? So I'm going to give you an example of something that I interpreted very wrongly for a really long time until I learned something new. And then I could walk in it, right? But to be honest, it was extremely hard to kind of reprogram my mind in this area. And what is it? It is be gentle. Be gentle. And because when I read be gentle, I thought it meant B 
be sweet, be kind, speak in a whisper, right? Like I would give myself a good talking to Riley, be quiet. Don't have so many opinions. Smile sweetly. Basically I was telling myself to be stupid, right? Is a girl prettier when she's quiet and happy? No, no, that's not what I mean. No. What if you're sarcastic? What if you're awkward? What if you're silly? What if you're playful? Maybe we're not all delicate and cuddly. Maybe not. But 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4 says, Let your beauty not be external, the braiding of hair and wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes, but the inner person of the heart, the lasting beauty of a gentle and tranquil spirit, which is precious in the God's sight. In the God's sight? I think that's an error. In God's sight. So anyway, you know what I mean. Be gentle. And we take these words and we interpret them and we we agree with it. I took it as a young woman and agreed with it in my heart. And I said, okay, okay, I can do that. I'll be gentle. I will reduce who I am and be who God wants me to be. False. False. Plain and simple. That is twisting God's intention, completely dismissing the power of his love to bring gentleness in my heart. Do you hear the difference? You hear the difference? I can't just be gentle because my interpretation is false. Okay. Beth Moore says that gentleness is an inward grace of the soul, a calmness toward God in particular, an acceptance of God's dealings with us, considering them as good. It basically means to stop fighting God. Gentleness is responsibility with power. And so this is what I say. Until we realize that God has given us a voice, he has given you voice, a gift, a message, right? And so, yeah, like God's gentleness, it's a fruit of the Spirit. It may look a little quieter. Sure, you might have a soft smile. I don't know exactly. But I do know that it doesn't come from a place of striving. It's not this thing that before you go into the party, you work yourself up and say with a pep talk, I'm going to be gentle. I'm going to be that that sweet, delicate, no, ma'am. So this gentleness doesn't come from being quiet because frankly, that would make me feel like I was going to explode with frustration, right? So where does it come from? Well, it comes in identity. It's identity. Everything we're talking about today is knowing more, knowing something new, like being opened to who God says you are and knowing having your identity. It's it's knowing the message that is yours to give and working in your gifting. And so this whole episode is not about being gentle specifically, but I don't want to miss the opportunity to speak the truth about it because It means so much to me, but gentleness is the opposite of weakness, quite opposite. God's intention is not that you play dumb. It's this calmness toward God. It's it's submitting. It's not fighting with him. It's taking what he's put in your heart and with submission, riding the wind of his will, right? It's like surrender. Um, because what would the opposition be? Demanding your way, holding on tight, resisting, right? So instead, it's sinking into the flow. No matter how fast or slow his journey is for you, it's a place of rest. Not quiet, not without passion, not without purpose, 
But when we know the truth of his intention, it's so empowering and it's exciting because his intention is to empower you, not to steal from you, not to quiet you, not to stifle you, trap you, limit you. Those things that you're feeling are not from God. He wants you to flow in who you are and That's what we're talking about today, the identity of that. And so we put, as humans, through our circumstances, put meaning to words. But frankly, words are fluid. And one person can read it and get one thing, and another person can get another thing. Um, There's so much more to search there. There's so much seeking that can be done, so many questions to ask. And so what would be awesome is if you could follow your curiosity, follow your question, give yourself time to think and be present with your feelings, like make space, don't push it aside, dream, write it out, make it plain. I read, what was it, Habakkuk? I think I was reading in Habakkuk earlier this week, or maybe the book before that, I can't think of what it's called right this second. But it said, make plain, write it on tablets, make your vision known, and God will make a way. God will build that dream. Be in wonder. Listen, friend, gentleness here is submitting to the flow of your heart, right? Because, because the very Spirit of God is there. He's within you. He's working. He's stirring up this beautiful well of life. He's breathing in creativity. He's, he's inviting you. He's, he's working out your path. He's lighting your path. He's opening doors. And you are filled to the brim with beauty and life to give. You will not know. You will not see the beauty of it all unless you submit that resistance and flow in it. Flow in your thoughts. Flow in your curiosity. Flow in your questions. Fill them on the altar and let his peace fill you. You can trust he's big enough to encompass every thought, every dream, every question. Gentleness is resting in his faithful care and moving in the spirit. It's a wonder we cannot grasp. It's too beautiful for words. And I've just meditate on it and have thought about it and and just got so excited about it, and it's going to look different for every person. That's why it's so crucial that you give it your time so that the God of the universe who meets you in your heart can give you your own message, your own voice, your own power. You are united with Him. You are a co-heir with Him, seated in the heavenly realm, not lacking in any good gift. The Spirit of God is close and generous and available to you. I think that we cling so hard to who we are because we've worked so dang hard on building her. We are masters at comparing ourselves to someone else and creating that behavior, creating that image. And whether we know it or not, 
it's subliminal, but every decision we make is toward that image. You don't even have to think about it. You don't make a conscious decision to to do that. Of course, you wouldn't want to admit that you do that. I don't. I don't want to admit that. But we strive, we strive, we strive, and we're so tired, and we're so scared that we're going to be found out that we're not good enough. But you are good enough, and you do have your own voice, and you do have your own message and your own gift. And even though you fought so hard to create and be who you thought you were supposed to be, I know that it's with the best intention. Like you look at, I, I, I could just say I, this is me. I am talking about me. I look at the godliest person I know. I could look at Jesus and strive to be like him and work on my behavior. I can say, oh, Jesus is kind and gentle. I want to treat people kind and gentle. And I can, I can do those things. But there's got to be this unraveling of that and just a submission to the flow of who God is within you. You, just you, not compared to anyone else. Because only in that place, when you lose everything else, because becoming, becoming means, well, let's say what if. What if becoming means losing? What if becoming means falling, dropping things that are false? What if it's recognizing what's stealing from you and robbing your voice or distracting you so that you can become, become yourself, become who God has you to be? I don't know. It's we 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 work so hard to be that losing it is terrifying. Losing it, losing the goal of that girl, that person that we we want to be, is really, really, really hard. What if we lose who we are? What if what if I'm not fun anymore? What if I'm not gentle anymore? What if I don't fit in? What if I'm too this? What if I'm too that? But we can clean out our mind. We can clean out our environment. We can clean out our schedule and let God's voice fill that space. Let our creativity fill that space. Let our dreams fill that space. God says in 1 Peter 3, 10, whoever wants to embrace true life and find beauty in every day must stop speaking evil, hurtful words. And that's to yourself, friend. The verse goes on, but I'm stopping right there because Our mind is the first battlefield, and those hurtful words are in your mind wreaking havoc on your identity. And your thinking determines your identity. And sometimes we have to make space to reprogram with new information. If what we are doing isn't working, let's be brave enough, gentle enough to flow in what God's trying to do. Because even though it might feel like you're losing and everything's falling apart, I promise he's holding you in that flow. And the movement might feel scary and it might feel out of control, but he's got you. 
He's got you. And what you become is yourself and God in you. And I said that your thinking determines your identity. That's not exactly, it's not quite right. Your identity is already determined by your creator. He has set your path with peace. But you must walk in it. You must renew your mind to a place of peace, okay? I just really, really want to invite you and encourage you to not be afraid of losing yourself. Everything that falls off is meant to. It's meant to. And you can trust that process. Every hurt can be used to bring life. Every dark thing can be restored. Whatever it is. First Peter goes on to say, it's like he can read our mind. A little, a little later, he says, don't be intimidated or terrified by those, those Instagrammers who don't even know you. No, it doesn't say that, but that's what it means. Don't be terrified by that other girl who intimidates you. Don't be terrified by that dream that terrifies you. Give reverent, it does say this, give reverent honor in your hearts to the anointed one. Give honor in your heart to the anointed one. What does that look like? Gentleness. This is your worship. This is God in you breathing life. This is God in you settling in your heart and being close and making his home there. And as you learn to recognize him in your story and in your day, you will come more alive than you ever knew possible and your identity will be set, solid. We don't need to be afraid of trying to please or create an image for ourselves. We can simply step toward what feels good, not following our natural cravings. That's not what I mean, but walking in the spirit, walking in what's good, what's brave as something rises within you, even with fear, fear oftentimes is confirmation we're headed in the right direction. We bravely step into it. We explore an idea. We write about it. We talk about it with a friend. We allow it to stir up within us. We speak it out, okay? Make space to learn something new. Follow your curiosity. Spend time on the resistance. Oh my gosh, y'all. Brandon Lake has this song. Oh, every time it hypes me up. I am talking like big deal, big time, okay? And he says, don't you get shy on me. Uh, What does it say? You've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Yeah, just you've got a lion. You've got a lion inside those lungs. Ah, does that fire you up? Like, girl, don't get shy. Don't get shy. Speak life. Look for the beauty. Be in awe of what of God's doing. His goodness in you is your story. It's your story. It's everything you could possibly need. You've got a lion. You've got a story. You've got words. You've got a message. The spirit of the living God is within you. Get up and praise the Lord. Y'all, let's move forward in love. I'm cheering for you.